Hello, welcome to the second episode of the Dragon's Pen, podcast about writing fantasy, sci-fi writing and other genre-specific writing. My name is Martin, I'm a fantasy writer myself and I have spent years attending and leading workshops working with aspiring writers to help them understand how to improve their texts. I thought I might share my experience and give you some advice on how to develop your worlds, build your own stories and characters and help you write your own fantasy or sci-fi. By Saga. Let's get to it. topic of this episode is on the originality of species. Oh, Martin, you are so playful with these names, but what does it mean? Well, I will be talking about originality and creativity in general. Something a lot of aspiring authors struggle with. Thoughts like, uh, is my work original or original enough? Or how can I ever hope to write something worthwhile when they say everything has already been written? Or a very common one, I have thought of a fantastic original concept just to find out a half a book in it has already been written by somebody else or done in a movie or a game. These are very heavy thoughts and can easily get you to doubt yourself, your work and your own ability to create. So how do you deal with stuff like this? Well, let me start with a story of sorts. Apart from being a writer, uh, a famous podcaster with a single follower, my wife, I am also a stand-up comedian. I know. Anyway, I'm a part of a stand-up comedy group and every month or so we have this event, uh, a topic-specific stand-up evening. So seven or eight comedians doing material on a single topic, let's say education or school. Well, at first each of us thought this would end badly. I mean, you know, each of us thinking of the same topic, there will be a lot of overlap and a lot of repeated jokes and the materials would not be original at all. But we have been doing this show for years and there was almost no repetition, almost no overlap whatsoever. How come? Well, the key is that we are all creative geniuses and collaborate very closely when writing the material. Yeah, you guessed the BS. Nobody is a genius and there is almost no collaboration when writing stand-up. Everyone kind of does their own thing and uh, yet every comedian has a fresh perspective, different jokes and different approach. How is that? The answer to that is exactly the same as you are looking for when you struggle with your own originality. Yeah, sorry, I felt like that needed a dramatic pause. So how come eight people are presented with the same topic and manage to be original and not end up with the same 10 minutes of material? It's simple, really. We build upon our own personal experience. Every single one of us had different time at school. Even if we, by chance, went to the same school, same class, uh, which we didn't, we would probably produce something different. Even the same exact situation is perceived differently by two different people. Yet, we still use the same way of thinking, the same basics. We all had similar experiences just in different situations or different circumstances. Every one of us have been, uh, you know, have felt embarrassed, just not all of us in the same exact way or situation. Each of us has different personality, different life, different experience, different family and or cultural background. There are no 
no two people that are exactly the same. So it kind of makes sense that even those two people, when presented with the same topic, they come up with different ideas. Meaning, we all have different lives and different minds, but we all have same basic emotions which we experience them with. Helping us to communicate between someone who has felt embarrassed and someone who felt embarrassed in an entirely different way. So let's say I had an embarrassing moment at school, which wasn't embarrassing for anyone else but people who I'm talking to have felt embarrassment before so they will understand how I felt embarrassed and why I and this is pretty much the same for any other type of art out there along with fantasy and sci-fi writing there is no original idea that has not yet been written that might sound scary until you add by different people and that is very important a lot of aspiring writers wreck their brains trying to come up with an original twist original world original race magic system characters just to end up hearing yeah I read this in another book and it was awesome some of these writers even get to the point where stuff gets convoluted so much it becomes almost nonsensical people literally reinvent stuff for the sake of making it feel original until it starts to fall apart on it was pretty much the same with me in my first fantasy novel i fought my lord of the rings inspiration by recreating an entire elven race instead of these lean elegant beings with bows i turned them into these hulking super warriors just because i couldn't bear the thought of having another Lord of the Rings elves in my world. It didn't work and it didn't make the text any more original at all. So let's try to work with an example. Let's say you come up with a magic system that is intertwined with technology. So you would end up with sort of techno-mages. Feels kind of fresh, doesn't it? Yeah. Do any of you watch Babylon 5? There are literally techno-mages there. Not the same thing, mind you. Not real magic. So it's kind of okay, right? There is a game called Technomancer where you are controlling technical stuff with electric magic. Even in Dungeons and Dragons, there is an artificer class that basically fuses magic with technology. There is an old RPG game called Albion that kind of does that as well. Plus, there is an entire RPG system uh, called, I think, Numenera that kind of works around the same thing. Okay, so, okay, let's try to work on our example a little bit more. So, we have a techno mage, but he will be different. Let's say, uh, very unprofessional, like an addict for example he will be super powerful with the magic stuff but very weak with people and communication and uh, let's say he has an injury uh, that makes him an addict like let's say from uh, I don't know mutant wars in the past so he walks around with a painful limb he's kind of a bad person and bad communicator but he's very powerful techno mage he doesn't like authority and uh, pretty much anything else that has to do anything with establishment. That sounds like a reasonable sci-fi anti-hero until you realize that's just Dr. House in a future setting. A functional addict with a limp that is extremely great at what he does but kind of, you know, a bad person. You can go on and on and try to twist stuff into place where it feels slightly more original, slightly more fresh. But in the end, it's just surface stuff, just 
circumstances and you know scenery really so what is the story he is in let's say there is an evil galactic empire trying to take over his planet and Darth house uh now has to go back into battle and defeat the empire we are in a cliche territory here but uh, okay let's work on it a bit more so some rebel general approaches him uh and Darth house refuses but his protege is killed uh, fighting the war so he ultimately agrees and joins in the fight. Again, a cliché territory right here. And it is very easy to get tangled up in these tropes and clichés. Easier than you might think and once you just in it, it tends to pile on endlessly. Because you kinda need a cliché solution to the cliché situation you have built. So how do you make Dart House an original character in an original story? You can't make characters be original by changing their circumstances and background. You can make them feel kind of fresh, but you cannot make them truly original. You can make them very original by making them human, by being written by you, an original and most likely creative human. Try to understand your character. Dart House does not want to fight. Why? Because he was wounded in a previous war? Because he is disillusioned or he just doesn't care? Does he have to defeat the Empire? Well, it, it kind of feels like a very grand goal for the character like this. So, like, what goes on in his head? How does he go about fixing the situation? These are the questions that can really make your character stand out and feel original. And you don't really have to come up with this stuff out of nowhere. You don't have to wreck your brain too much. You can draw upon your own real-life experience. Have you ever been in a similar situation? And I don't mean trying to save the planet from evil galactic empire, because, you know, you have it. But let's say somebody approached you about something that is important to them, but very unimportant to you. How did it go? How did the interaction go? How did you feel and did you ultimately do it or at least try and why and it can be something really mundane like let's say moving your friend to a new apartment or it could have been something like um something kind of scary like when somebody asks you to watch their kid when you don't really have enough experience with looking after a kid like what would change your mind to actually do it rather than straight out refuse it is the same basic conflict of you not wanting to do something and Dart House not wanting to join the war because he doesn't really feel like joining. So let's say Dart House is approached by a friend rather than a general to join the fight. He refuses because he does not believe in fighting another senseless war, but he wants the friend that approached him to be safe and not die in this senseless war. And this is very human motivation. All of a sudden we are presented with much more more ideas and much more approaches that Darth House could take to actually make the story move forward. So instead of joining the fight, Darth House tries to contact the Galactic Empire and swing their interest towards another planet. You know that uh, he doesn't have to fight, he just needs to use his former glory to kind of get in contact with someone in charge and just make a few battleships turn to another planet that is that is just as mundane and useless as the one he's living on. So instead of Dart House 
fighting the Empire, we get Darth House joining the Empire and fighting another world. And that's actually getting more and more original. There is a conflict even, by trying not to fight the Empire, he throws uh, a different world into chaos and war. So what does this situation mean to him? Does he abandon morality and goes like, okay, so, you know, it has to happen somewhere, so why not our neighbors rather than us? Or is he going to doubt himself and think, yeah, maybe this whole galactic empire is not working for anyone, maybe let's try to look for a peaceful solution let's try to use my former glory or let's try to use my magic or something like that or maybe that house is too broken and too depressed and too hopeless to do anything at all when he's approached by a friend maybe even he joins the fight because he wants to die in a battle. He feels useless and pain, broken, suicidal, uh, you know, just a shell of his former self. There are a million ways to handle this interaction between a friend that approaches the dark house and dark house, because a million people would react to the same situation in a million different ways. You can even make the cliche stuff feel original and fresh if you make it feel real and human. And the best way to do that is is to build upon your own personal experience. So when you want to make something feel original and make original, it doesn't have to, you don't necessarily have to kind of look for an original thought. Many people, many aspiring authors do uh, extensive research. Let's say when they want to come up with a magic system, they research magic systems all over the internet trying to kind of wiggle in between them with something original or something new, something that nobody ever thought of before. And there is obvious danger in that because if someone haven't thought of it, it is likely that it doesn't really make sense. And you might end up piling on cliches and making stuff nonsensical in a battle to trying to make it more original and interesting. That's not entirely how it works. You can of course create something absolutely original, a new world, new magic system, new characters, new cultures, new everything. It's not actually that hard to just create a fantastic original world that nobody has ever seen before. Uh, let's say there would be um, a, a culture of intelligent marshmallows that uh, worships death and they have to do, you know, very elaborate rituals to protect the light in a, you know, of a candle that burns forever. Is it original? Yeah, well, probably. Is it okay? Well, it's kind of stupid. And you don't really want this in your fantasy or sci-fi novel. You don't want to have something stupid in it. So if you scratch everything that kind of leaked into your creative process from other sources, other media, and, you know, from books or movies that inspired you, you know, you lose stuff like Galactic Empire, the in-depth magic system, saving the world stuff. What is your story really about? Rather than researching and finding some place, some hole in the you know world of sci-fi or fantasy that you can fill with your idea, you can probably search yourself and you know come up with something truly original. There's gonna be a lot of influence already there in your mind, but there will be a lot more of you in there as well. Well, let's say I want to create a magic system. I am fairly analytical, so it would probably be 
something tangible, you know, something uh, like if you want to summon a dragon out of thin air, you would actually need to understand how a dragon works, the anatomy, the biology, you know, the dragon as a being. So if you would want to fly, you would need to understand the physics of flight. My mages, in my magic system, would have to be extremely well educated and have a huge understanding of the world and they would have to specialize, let's say, in summoning beings or flying or manipulating the world. That provides me with more open routes to create something of mine. And me being an individual person with my own worldview and experience, something of mine would mean something original. The best and the easiest way towards creating something original is to create something that is your Oh, that is so positive and motivational. I can so understand it and find myself in there. Oh my gosh. No, I mean, you have to realize that no two topics would be handled the same way by two different individuals. As I said before, with the stand-up comedy, we are given the same topic and yet we come up with original jokes because we come from our own personal stuff. You know, there would be no point for me to try to imitate somebody else's life if I want to make people laugh. And that's the that's kind of the same for writing. You can't really imitate. You kind of have to be in there and you have to make your readers get in there as well. So you have to use your own personal experience and your own mind to kind of convince them that this what they're reading feels true. And the only way to do that is to make it, at least in your mind, at least a little bit true. And there uh, might be similar ideas. I'm fairly certain there are similar ideas already written, already somewhere in some book or in someone else's mind. But the thing here is, so rather than wreck your brain and try to look for a space in between already existing ideas, where you can fit your own new existing idea, you can concentrate on your own life and your own experience because the best way to be original is to write something that could never ever come to life in anybody else's mind but yours.